Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Like I said uh, at the beginning, we're doing what we're doing the way we're doing it so that we can continue to, to meet. We don't know how many more weeks we'll have to do this, and so we want to make sure that uh, we comply with, uh, sometimes we have to, to read very carefully what has been written and uh, make sure that we are in compliance with everything. Uh, so I, I appreciate you maintaining your distance and, and uh, honoring that, uh, that request. Praise God. Hallelujah. At the end of the service, if you need personal prayer, ministry, uh, at the, after the close of the service, if you'll drive around and drive through the, through the drive-through, heading that way and heading out, uh, we'll be over in the ministry team, the pastoral team will be over at the drive-through after the service. You can drive around. We'll be glad to lay hands on you and pray for you over there. Praise the Lord. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Hallelujah! Glory to God. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your blessing. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for calling us together today. We've responded to your call. We've assembled together, Lord, to hear from you, to worship you, to fellowship with one another, to just experience the corporate anointing, your presence, Father, that is manifested among us. And... Woo, glory. Shomo, keash, mahas, manakis, koba, menekista, aro, uprote, estando, makrita, arando, arestolanista. The enemy would like to dissipate. The enemy would like to cause confusion and discord. But the Spirit of the Lord brings peace. The Spirit of the Lord brings victory. The Spirit of the Lord brings satisfaction in your hearts. So worship the Lord and know that He is not only with you, He is not only for you, but He's in you. Amen. Alive and powerful Hallelujah. in Jesus' name. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Glory God. Father, God. we Amen. pray today, we pray for all of our first responders, our doctors, our nurses, all of those in doctors' offices, in hospitals, in emergency centers. Father, we pray for all of these people who serve our community so faithfully that your hand of protection would be upon each one of them. Father, we pray for our president and, and the, uh, the White House task force, the team of doctors and specialists, Father, that are giving him advice. We pray for Congress. We pray for uh, the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. Father, we pray for Governor DeSantis and all of the team that is helping him and, and advising him. Father, that wisdom and, and good sense, Father, will prevail. Father, that they'll come out with, with uh, regulations or policies that are helpful, that are, that are good, and that are necessary, that, but yet at the same time do not restrict our freedom together in a manner of this, like this, where we're not gathered in groups of larger than ten. We're spread out, Father. And so we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to do this. And we, and we just ask your hand of blessing upon all of our leaders. We pray for all of our law enforcement around our community. Father, that they'll have your grace and wisdom and help in, in, in the days and weeks ahead. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I want you to turn with me in your Bible. How many of you brought your Bible this morning? You know, this is church. 
Amen. Turn with me to 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. <clears throat> Verse number 4 says, And whatever is born of God overcomes the world. How many of you are born of God? Amen. Amen. See, we are born of God, and so we are naturally overcomers. By That's nature, right. we're overcomers. But then he tells us specifically, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Thank God we have been schooled in faith. Amen. We're ready, like I said in my message on Thursday night, Friday morning, we're ready for this. God has been preparing us for this sort of thing for many, many years. We've been sharpening our faith, honing our faith, developing our faith. And I'm telling you, church, you are ready for this. Amen. This is no different than any other thing the enemy will try to bring against you, has brought in the past or will in the future. It's just the same old, same old sickness, disease, confusion, fear. It's all defeated in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. I want to, uh, to read from you, to you from, from the 119th Psalm this passage. It's just one verse, but it says, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. The margin of my Bible where the word settled is, it says it means stands firm. Forever, God's word stands firm. Just, just because something has unusual has happened, it doesn't affect the Word of God. Amen. I saw a funny post on Facebook the other day. It said, it said, whoever imagined when we changed our clocks earlier in March from standard time, we would jump over into the twilight zone. <laughs> so this is very weird what's going on. It's, it's unprecedented. We know that. But God's Word never changes. Amen. God's Word is settled. It is Amen. firmly established, and what he has said is true. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Amen. Glory to God. And so the word that we have learned, I remember when Paul was, was advising young Timothy. He said, the things that you have seen and heard and, and reported from me, he said, these do. And the peace of God will be with you. The grace of God will be with you. We don't have a different message during times of crisis. That's right. We have the same message we've always preached. And that is that God's still on the throne, that His Word is true, and that the promises of God belong Amen. to us today. Glory Amen. to God. We're not defeated. That's right. We're not going to hide in, in a cave somewhere. We are the victorious church. Glory to Amen. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words, he said, by no means will pass away. Right. By no means. That's Glory right. to God. Amen. Well, what, what were some of his words? Now, I know that, that some of the things that, that we focus on and emphasize, they don't, they don't represent everything Jesus said. But he said these things. 
and his word stands. For instance, he said in Mark chapter 11, whatever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you will have them. Amen. Did he say that or not? Yes, sir, he did. Over in, in, in the seventh, I think it's the seventh chapter of Matthew. Let me read this. Yeah, in the seventh chapter of Matthew, Jesus said this. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine. Well, Mark eleven twenty three and 24 is one of his, or those verses are, are, are one uh, of his sayings. Isn't that right? Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on a rock. Amen. Then he went on and said, Everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them. If you'll remember, I've been pushing. For the last couple of years at least, the Lord's had me just go over and over again, emphasizing the fact it's not enough to hear it. You have to go home and do it. That's right. Because I know that in the past there, there uh, has been a tendency with some people to sit in church and nod and, and say amen, but then they go home, they don't actually practice the word. They don't really read their Bible much at home. They really don't make confessions of faith at home. They really just go into, into coasting mode until the next service. And so the Lord's been directing me the last couple of years to me emphasize, take the Word of God seriously, take it home and do it. Amen. Well, he, Jesus said there would be people who would hear Him and who would not do the Word. He said, here's what would happen. He said they would be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Well, that, that doesn't have to happen to any of us. Amen. Because all we have to do is hear His Word and do it. He said, whoever hears my sayings and does them, He said, he will be like the man who built his house on a rock. The winds came, the floods rose. The, the torment and torrent uh, blew and battered against that house. And he said, it stood strong. It didn't fall. Glory to Amen. God. And that's, that's the company we're in right here this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, some, another of his sayings is, is found in the 16th chapter of Matthew. Matthew chapter 16. Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. Jesus was raised from the dead and he was caught up to heaven and, and ascended into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And the Bible says he was given a name which is above every other name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Every knee. I'm telling you today that you have the authority to bind anything that would come against you or your household in that name. He said, whatever you forbid to happen, won't happen. Whatever you allow, will happen. So we're not allowing a coronavirus in our houses. We're not allowing them around our company. 
Amen. Amen. Everywhere we go, the Bible says His angels have been sent to, to protect us and defend us everywhere we go. Amen. So we are accompanied about, accompanied about by angels. We have the Word of God. We have the authority of the Word of God. Amen. And nothing. Jesus, in another place, He said, You will trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Amen. Glory to God. You know, it's not, it's not a... These, these are, this is an unusual thing we're dealing with, but it's not unusually difficult. It's no different than anything you've ever stood against. You take the same name, the same faith, the same word. Amen. Speak the word, hold fast to your confession, Amen. keep doing it, and heaven and earth will pass away That's before right. God's Amen. word will not come true in your life. Right. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to. I want to. Uh, I want to talk about a different uh, uh, topic. I mean, it's it's the word, but I want to change my my direction here for just a minute. I want you to go to with me to Matthew Matthew twenty four. Does anybody know what's in Matthew twenty four? Shout it out if you know. The signs of the end of the age. Matthew twenty four. We read a portion of this, I think, last week or the week before. But I want you to notice in verse number 14, he's talking about things that would happen uh, at the end of the age, at the end of, of the time. Actually, he was talking about the end of the Jewish age, not really the church age. These, most of these things would happen after the church has been taken out of here, raptured out. But I want you to notice verse 14. He said, This gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations. And then the end will come. Now, we have great respect for all of the churches in our community. We thank God for what He's doing in different congregations. But until the deeper truths of faith in God who we are in Christ, our redemption, what has been bought and paid for, our inheritance in Christ, the things that, that God gave, brought revelation on through the Word of Faith movement that started back in the, in the early 70s and really began to, to catch fire all over the world and has now spread all over the world. Up until that time, there was very little understanding of the magnitude of what really belonged to us. Most Christians lived far below their rights and privileges in Christ and didn't even know about them. I've been talking to people this morning. They were saying before they came to this church, they didn't know about the Holy Ghost. They didn't know about uh, uh, God's power. They didn't know what belonged to them. They didn't know they could live free. They didn't know they could be an overcomer all the time. The church, up until God brought the word of faith to our generation... Before that happened, most people just lived a defeated life. Good people, good Christian people. I'm not criticizing their, their walk with God. Earnest, sincere, wonderful Christians. But they were defeated so often in life. Jesus said, this 
gospel. The gospel that includes laying hands on the sick. The gospel that includes raising the dead and casting out devils. Speaking with other tongues. The gospel that includes our authority over every evil force. The, the, The gospel that includes our deliverance. He said this gospel must be preached in all the world. And then the end will come. Well, the devil knows he doesn't want the end to come because he knows that's his end. The devil will do anything and everything he can to fight this gospel. I was thinking earlier, last night actually, about the great Pentecostal outpouring of the Holy Spirit at the very beginning of the 20th century. 1906, about that time, the great Azusa Street Revival. God brought a renewal of the, the, the true apostolic level of Christianity that was in the Bible. Just brought it back on the scene. It seemed to come out of nowhere. Until that great Pentecostal revival fell on the world... Nobody knew anything about the things we, we enjoy today. It was a, a, one of the most significant moves of God since the day of Pentecost. Not the only one. There have been some other great ones. But it was, it's been one of the most significant moves of God. If you go back and you look at church history, every time there has been a great move, God brought some restoration uh, of something to the church. Every time that has happened, either just before it or just after it, the devil would push a, 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 and put out a mighty, a mighty onslaught of opposition. Yeah. There have been plagues. There have been uh, all sorts of things. And if you look at history, glory to God. <laughs> if you look at history and put the things together, you can see the devil tried to stop every one of those movements. Amen. Right after the great Pentecostal outpouring, that caught the devil so by surprise, he couldn't do anything ahead of it. Because nobody preached it. There was nobody talking about it. He didn't know about it. But right after, right after the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in, in, in 1906, we had two world wars. Two world wars. And what did... And what did the Lord Jesus said to Brother Hagin, he said, at the close of World War II, there is coming a great healing revival to our nation. God responded by bringing another great revival. Amen. Following the healing revival, right after that was the great charismatic renewal. Another very powerful move of God. And then concurrent with that and the latter part of that and sort of flowing together with that but different still was this wonderful Word of Faith movement. And that's the one that actually taught us who we are in Christ. These other movements had wonderful experiences and people uh, enjoyed the move of God and it was wonderful. God was doing great things. But we had to have teaching. We had to have instruction. We had to find out how these things work. Not just rejoicing in that they did work, but how they work and how to keep it going in our lives. So God brought this wonderful message of faith to us. And now, 
we have a worldwide global pandemic. If Jesus tarries, which I don't believe he will, but if Jesus should tarry, just hypothetically, 100 years from now, 200 years from now, the day we're living right now will, will have a significant place in history books. We're living in a very uh, epic time. Now, I don't have, I'm going to just, I, I'm going to tell you the truth. I always try to be honest. Well, I, I, I'm always honest with you. I don't just try. I'm always honest with you. <laughs> to, to the best of my ability. I don't have a thus saith the Lord. This is not a, a, uh, a word of prophecy or a word of wisdom. But I'm just going to tell you what I think. I think this has come because, the, because we've been talking and praying about a mighty end-time move of God. Amen. And the devil will always try to stop it. He'll throw everything he has. Well, what does he have? What are the devil's typical things that he uses? War, kingdom against kingdom, pestilences, famines, earthquakes. Isn't that right? And then the confusion that comes out of that, the fear that comes out of that, the upheaval in society, the unrest, those are the devil's... That's, what, that's all he has. Amen. That's his full bag of tricks. And I believe that this has happened in an attempt because he has heard us pray and declare that God must move before Jesus returns. There must have, there must come a mighty outpouring of the Spirit of God. That's right. I think the devil has heard this, and he knows it is imminent. I believe this has come in order to try to bring confusion, try to defeat the church. You would think by now he would know that we cannot be stopped. That's right. <clears throat> This has come, I believe, to try to sow confusion and fear to try to decimate the world. But I'm telling you, I believe that we are just, we are on the cusp right now. When we come through this, which we will and we have, we are, we, we're, we're, we're victorious now. But when we get on the other side of that, could it just be, I ask you, could it just be that just on the other side of this is this mighty worldwide outpouring of the Amen. Holy Ghost? Amen. I have a sense in my heart that it is. You'll have to just tell me if, you, if that bears witness with you or not. But I'm telling you what, God never lets the devil have the last word. He never lets Amen. him raise his head without Amen. coming in and slapping him back down again. That's right. Glory to God. And we are His hands. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Glory Hallelujah. to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank You today for meeting with us. We thank You, Lord Jesus, for calling us together. We are Your church. We're not the only church, but we're a local church. We're part of Your body. And Lord Jesus and Father... We stand before you here today publicly in this community and we declare that your word is true. We declare that we will never stop. 
We will never stop believing it. We will never stop speaking it. We will never stop. We will never be without the manifestation of your power in our lives. We'll not do without victory. We, Father, we absolutely rejoice and are confident in the fact that no weapon formed against us can possibly prosper. No evil can come near our dwelling. And we declare that and we say that and we will be the light that you've intended us to be. And we take this moment, this, this morning, to reaffirm our prayer and our commitment and our asking in, in supplication of you to send this mighty move that we know in our heart must come. And Father, we ask you, Lord, to do in us what needs to be done. Change us so that we are fully ready for the greatness, the magnitude of what you're about to do in this world. We pray that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we thank you for it, Father. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.